The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to the crowds and to his disciples, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You lock the kingdom of heaven before men. You do not enter yourselves, nor do you allow entrance to those trying to enter. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, you hypocrites! You traverse sea and land to make one convert, and when that happens, you make him a child of Gehenna twice as much as yourselves. Woe to you, blind guides, who say, If one swears by the temple, it means nothing. But if one swears by the gold of the temple, one is obligated. Blind fools, which is greater, the gold or the temple that made the gold sacred? And you say, if one swears by the altar, it means nothing. But if one swears by the gift on the altar, one is obligated. You blind ones, which is greater, the gift or the altar that makes the gift sacred? One who swears by the altar swears by it and all that is upon it. One who swears by the temple swears by it and by him who dwells in it. One who swears by heaven swears by the throne of God and by him who is seated on it. The Gospel of the Lord. This morning, I would like to test your Bible literacy a little. Suddenly, all the Catholics are cringing while all the Protestants are perking up. Yes, let's talk about the Bible. First question, which book of the New Testament was written first? Raise your hand if you think it is Matthew, which is first in the order of the New Testament. Sorry, Charlie. The oldest book of the New Testament, meaning written first, is 1 Thessalonians. Our first reading today. The second question. Which book of the New Testament was written last? Raise your hands if you think it was Revelation, which is placed at the end of the Bible. Sorry, Revelation is wrong. The book that was penned last was by Peter. And obviously, 2 Peter came after 1 Peter. Okay, last question so you can relax. What Bible was Jesus and the apostles using as they were preaching and teaching the good news? How many think it was the King James Version of the Bible? After all, many Protestants say, if the KJV was good enough for Jesus, it's good enough for me. Again, sorry to disappoint you, but Jesus and his apostles only had the Old Testament to preach and teach from. Interestingly enough, they used the Greek version of the Old Testament that included the seven books that Martin Luther later rejected. So what was good enough for Jesus was precisely not 
the Protestant Bible, but rather the Catholic one. Sorry, Martin Luther, you need, you need to work on your Bible literacy, but so do we Catholics. Our first reading today is taken from the oldest book of the New Testament, which now you know is 1 Thessalonians. We read the very first words of the New Testament, ushering in a whole new era of written Christian history when Paul puts pen to paper and writes, Paul, Silvanus, and Timothy to the church of the Thessalonians in God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, grace to you and peace. Those are the very first words of the entire New Testament, even older than the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. What great words! But why are they so important? Well, yesterday, two young people paid me a visit. It was a a surprise to ask for my blessing. Earlier that morning, the young man had proposed to his girlfriend while standing on the scenic Hawksbill Craig overlook. The young girl was actually my goddaughter, Mary Blackman. And the words of the proposal were the first words of the rest of their life together. Will you marry me? That is what 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 1 represents. The proposal of the New Testament to live the rest of our lives together with Jesus. We can carry this analogy a step further. By adding, the New Testament invites us to see Jesus not only as our Savior, but also as our spouse. In other words, the first verses of the New Testament are like the proposal of all romantic relationships, asking, will you marry me? And that is why 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 1 is so important. Would you mind if I draw out one practical consideration from 1 Thessalonians 1.1? Scripture scholars unanimously agree that Paul wrote 1 Thessalonians during his second missionary journey while he was in Corinth for about a year, in the year A.D. 51. That year, A.D. 51, was two decades after Jesus' death, resurrection, and ascension. That means for 20 years, from 30 to 50 A.D., Christians were living the gospel message without one word of the New Testament to inspire and illuminate them. In other words, There were believers before there was a Bible. And what inspired and illuminated the life of believers before the Bible? The sacraments did. 
the sacraments. Long before Paul penned 1 Thessalonians 1.1, he was converted by Christ on the road to Damascus, and he was baptized. That is, before there were scriptures, there were sacraments. And of course, we need them both. Catholics emphasize the sacraments and ignore the scriptures. That's why we failed the test. While Protestants prioritize the scriptures and give short shrift to the sacraments. But just like my goddaughter and her fiance need not only words, but also ritual actions to cement a life together in love. So all Christians need the words of Scripture, but also the ritual actions of the sacraments to cement our life of love with Christ. Today we hear from 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 1, the first words written of the entire New Testament. They are like the words, Will you marry me? of a young couple in love. But they are only the beginning. What happens next in their life, like in ours, depends on both the scriptures and the sacraments. Praise to be Jesus Christ.